the boots. Getting them on, that is. This is you talking you two to me? The comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things you two. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm your host. You know me from the Comedy Bang Bang TV show and podcast. Comedy Bang Bang... Bing Bang... God, I cannot say that correctly. Comedy Bing Bang um, Season 3 is coming up very soon. In about a week or so, March or sorry, May eighth, ten thirty. After an all new Marin <laughs> season three. Why do you say it like that every time? <laughs> the idea of an all new Marin delights me because I'm sick of the old one. <laughs> um, no, uh, check us out May eighth. If you like this show, it's nothing like it. Um, season three out on May 8th. I'm Scott Ackerman, and across the table from me is my partner in crime. We're not really committing crimes, by the way. If you're worried about that, if, if you're like, hey, I don't want to listen to a show hosted by a couple of hoodlums, don't worry. It's just an expression. Yeah, not actual crimes, but uh, turn off your uh, iPod right now if you, if you don't want to hear any crimes of the heart being committed. <laughs> if you don't want us to steal your hearts, turn off your iPod or however you're listening to this. A lot of people would be listening to it on a computer sure. or... Uh, I don't know. There's so many ways to get it these days, oh modern God. society. There is, it's, it's endless. The, I mean, we're talking streaming, we're talking downloading, mm-hmm. MP3, MP4, whatever you, wh- whatever you want to call it. 320. <laughs> 720. Hey, 420. That's what I like to talk uh, about. Here. Marijuana. That's true. And um, here we are. By the way, Adam Scott is with me from Parks and Recreation. By the way, when is your season finale coming up? Do you want to talk about that? I believe it's in uh, late April. Oh, we already, we've passed it then? Because this is episode nine, which means we are at four, five, six, eight, nine. Oh, we may. This is maybe episode nine or ten. Maybe it's coming up uh, tomorrow on Thursday. We don't oh, know. Oh, great. Really great ending to the season. Do not miss the end. And if it's already out, catch up with it on your TiVo. Absolutely. Um, you're proud of that show? Parks and Recreation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just said that as if I'm being interrogated. And as if I should not be proud of that show. I don't know. I don't know what you're proud of. You're proud of that show? You're a weird guy. How am I supposed to know what you're proud of or what you're not proud of? Yes, Scott, I'm very proud of that show. Have we talked about this on the show? You're a weirdo. You're a strange guy. I am very weird. Like, I know you like U2, which is a very popular group, one of the biggest groups in the world. So that's not that weird. No, but that's where your interests kind of coincide with the mainstream. Right. But everything else, like, you're a bit of a loon. Very fringe. Mm-hmm. Very Fringe, and I love the Fringe Festival. Yeah, and your favorite TV show was Fringe. Fringe. As well. Fringe. We're, we're, Fringe. I'm, by the way, I'm mispronouncing Friends. It's Your favorite TV show is Friends. Fringe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, welcome to the show. We're here to talk about all things U2, and we've been doing it. This, like I said, we're, we're at episode, I think this is nine. Yeah. Um. Who knew we would last this long? What a long, strange trip it's been. It, it really has been. Just to, to quote uh, the old boys from, uh, from London, Grateful Dead, what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> oh, some of our best London ears, oh. the Grateful Dead. Um, 
Yeah, and we are we still we've we've gone up to pop at this point. Yeah. But we still have three albums before we're up to their their fourteenth and hopefully Final. soon to be released <laughs> album. <laughs> Do you hope this is the last one that they I, ever put out I, so we can stop doing the show? I feel like we have to keep recording this on a weekly basis <laughs> yes. until they break up. <laughs> <laughs> so please guys Please break up. Please do it soon. I think people would like to hear from us every week, even after the record comes out. I think we should go back and start again. I, I agree. I think we should re-examine each of their albums now having the knowledge of examining them the first time. Because we examine them from every angle when yeah. we do these shows, so there's not a lot of ground yet to cover, but I no. bet we could find some new ways in. We should get out our old uh, music microscopes and re-examine them. <laughs> the Hubble. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Did did uh, uh, by the way, wh- I want to talk about what we're going to talk about on this episode. We need to put on the brakes. Yeah, you know what I mean. We got to slow down. We got to slow down. We've been going in. <laughs> we've been going too fast. Yeah. we've been just ripping through these episodes, examining these albums. It's too fast. Too fast. So what we thought we would do, since you two apparently are taking a little more time than we'd like with mm-hmm. this new record, I'll say. it's like, hey guys. I don't have all day. I will say, even though they're saying there's this big delay, so on and so forth, blah, 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 yada, 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 Seinfeld. yada, yada. I think at any moment, that album could just pop up on iTunes. It could. Beyonce style. It has not at this point, at <clears throat> least when we're recording well, I this. don't know. I haven't checked my phone in 10 minutes. That's, a, that's rare for you. That's a record for you. And for you, dickhead. <laughs> With this is a new episode. I know we ended the last one on a bit of a sour note, but come on. I'll check right now. I'll check iTunes right now. No new album. You said that like I was saying there was a new album. You're the one who keeps saying it could be any second. You now. just said that it will probably appear in the next seven minutes. I did. Well, okay, all right. Look, we need to. We need to slow it down, guys. We yeah. are not going to be talking about a record this time. We have all that you can't leave behind. I can leave behind? Can't leave behind? We can't. don't even know. Um, that'll be coming up next week, I think. We're going to do that record. We're going to do uh, How to Dismantle. We're going to do a special Spider-Man episode. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got to talk about Spider-Man. We Spider- talked about Batman. Oh, God. I you just said that, and I had no idea what you were talking about. I had forgotten about the Broadway show Spider-Man. Yeah, they wrote, which they wrote, which, by the way, I, as a U2 fan, I'd always kind of not listened to that record, but when you brought it up saying we got to talk about yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. that's like a whole new U2 record in a way. I know. Uh, we'll talk about that in a special episode, and we'll Man. talk about Spider-Man, Batman, where do I their allegiances lie? I went to see it on Broadway. On Did you see Broadway, it? On Broadway, do... They say the neon lights are bright on Broadway. Nothing but But I can play this here guitar. You're listening to you talking you two to me. A lot of people, you know what? We're we're also in this episode. We're going to talk about reviews of the show because I, I've been checking out iTunes. Uh huh. A lot of people reviewing uh, our little podcast here, and what are they saying? Some not good stuff. <laughs> some not good stuff. So we'll talk about that. Um, but uh, a little later in the show, we're going to have a very special guest um, yeah. talking to us about why he or she 
does or does not like you two. So that'll be fun. Okay. Now, is are you saying he or she because you're not sure which gender this person is? Yes. Okay. I have I have no idea looking at this person. There are no clues. No two's clues at mm. all. Um, well, so, maybe when he gets here, we can crack open an episode of the uh, podcast, Two's Clues. <laughs> sure, we can probably do that. And then we'll ask him 20 questions and try to figure out what gender he is. Sounds good to me. <laughs> or she. Right. <laughs> Um, so we'll do that a little later in the show, but I do want to start off this episode. This is not going to be a complete waste of your time, by the way, if you're listening, wondering, hey, is this going to be the comprehensive and encyclopedic right. compendium of all things you two? Yes, we're going to get yes, to it. Yes, it will. Come on, guys. Trust us a little. Like, we've done pretty good so far. Give us a little yeah. leeway. Give us a little, cut us a little slack, people. Sure, we did an entire episode where we said we were going to talk about Octung Baby and then never got to it and had to do it in the succeeding episode. <laughs> but listen, this time, at least we're telling you up front, we're not going to do shit. <laughs> We're just going to literally dick around. <laughs> We're not going to dick around. We have stuff to talk about. In this first segment, we are going to talk about the gold. The go- the old golden boy. <laughs> there he is. You- he holds a sword, he's naked, he's gold. His name is Oscar. We know who we're talking about. Uh, yeah, I think I might know who you're talking about, Scott. We don't need any two's clues when it comes to that. Uh, no, put that put that uh, magnifying glass away. Sherlock. I'll do just fine without it. <laughs> we're talking about the Academy Awards. That's right, because our boys in the band, you two that is, they were nominated for Hollywood's highest honor. Absolutely. They were nominated for an Academy Award, mm-hmm. the same one that such music luminaries as Eminem, Trent Reznor, and of course, those rappers from Atlanta. Who am I talking about? The Something Boys. The uh, Baja Men? Who the, won that one for It's Hard uh, Out Here for a Pimp? Ghetto Boys? 3-6 Three, Six Mafia. 3-6 Three, Mafia. Which, you know what? You two 360 tour, 36 mafia, a lot of parallels wow, there. A lot of patterns. So, um, but look, they they're you two, we all know they love the Academy Awards. They've been shooting for one. They sit there, they watch it every year. They have a and they've talked about this in inter- interviews. They have a big Oscar party. Mm-hmm. Allison, Bono's wife, throws it. She all the food has to do with the movies right. that are out there. Right. It's, Do they have an Oscar poll they pass around? Oh, for sure. Everyone yeah. to fill out. And you know who always wins? Larry Mullen Jr. Larry Mullen Jr. Oh, yeah, every time. The spiritual heart of the band. Uh, he knows. <laughs> you say that about every member. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's good with his trivia. He knows. Yeah, he's good with the with I love films. And um but they love the Oscars and they wanted one this year. They really I think they wanted it more than any other year they've ever been nominated. What, they've been nominated before? They've put out one, one time before for um Gangs of New York, right? That's right. That horrible Gangs of New York song. Is it a horrible song? Isn't it really terrible? What is I haven't it? heard it in a lot. We didn't talk about it on the Well, we haven't it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, we haven't reached that. Excuse me. But okay, they've been nominated once before. They've also put out a lot of stuff like on Million Dollar Hotel and yeah. soundtracks, trying to get an Academy Award. This year, it was their year, we thought, because they won that other golden lady that we all know, the Gigi. 
the Gigi, the the Golden Globe. Uh huh. They won that. They Should we a- put Hands That Built, Built America on just to see what that sounds like? I can do that. Yeah, we're talking about movies. We're talking about that kind of stuff. I can, I can look it up. Now, Ordinary Love this year, you, you liked Ordinary Love, right? You thought it was pretty I good? I like it. Yeah. I don't love it. We actually, we were going to talk about it. Here we go. This is the Hands That Built America, their previous Academy Award nominated song. This is the same award that Tom Hanks won two years in a row, one for Philadelphia, one for a little movie called Forish Gump. Is this up, Cody? Do you know? Is We need to turn that up. Yeah, that would be the first thing we need to do. Everything else comes second to turning this shit up and so we can rock out to Academy Award winning music like this. Nominated. nominated. I wonder what won this year. The year this was done. Everything else? I can look that up. Gangs of New York. From the you talk while I'm looking this up, please. Yeah, I, I kind of, I remembered this song. It was over the end credits, I believe. It wasn't like in the movie, right? Uh, I, no, I think Daniel Day-Lewis at one point lip-syncs to it. <laughs> Sings the song. As Butcher Bill or whatever. Uh, spoilers. Yeah, sorry, no spoilers. Gangs of New York. Um, I'm looking up. These are the hands. Who cares about your hands? This isn't their best song. What would you say their best song is? And is this second only to that? This is their second best song. (laughs) I'm looking up what won. I can't find what won. Anyway, that's Oscar. That's a different podcast. That's Oscar trivia. That's that's more for I love films. Right. You know, and we're not in the middle of I Love Films. So this, this year, they were nominated and performed at the Oscars. They did. And they, they uh, also, they're in the middle of a media blitz. Yeah. For They had the Super Bowl commercial. They had, um, then they played on the very first Tonight Show starring our old friend Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were great on Fallon, I thought. Mm-hmm. They played on really a good. rooftop. It was pre-recorded, and it was the second take, I believe. Yes. So that's kind of cheating. Is it? In my opinion, it is. Why? Because those shows are like, uh, it's about whatever happened right then. It's the it's it's called The Tonight Show, not Last Night Take Two Show. Uh, that night, actually, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was called Last Night Take Two Show. It was? Yeah. I Starring Jimmy Fallon. I stand corrected. Okay, it was called that, then hey, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, and th- what did you think of their performance on the Oscars? I thought it was good because yeah. they kind of stripped it down a little yeah. like the, what they did on Fallon, and they did kind of almost an acoustic version of yeah. it. Um, it seemed like most of the people who were singing songs on the Oscars were doing semi-stripped down, almost like we can't try too hard, except for, of course, Adele Kazim. Yeah. What is her name? Adele, Adele, <laughs> Adele Bazim or something? Adele Bazumba. Wow, she, what a Twitter phenomenon that turned out to oh be. Oh my huh? gosh, I wish I was in on the ground floor of that. I oh. wish I'd invested in Adele Kazim. Man, we would have made Buco Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> so let's play a little Ordinary Love, by the way. Let me see if I can, I can, uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, where Do you it? have their performance from the Oscars on that old iPod I of yours? Why would I have their performance from the Oscars? Hey, who knows? That's you have, copyrighted. You, you have all kinds of shit on there. <laughs> I don't know where it is. 
I bet we could find their performance from the Oscars on old YouTube. YouTube. I bet we could. Um, so anyway, they were on. They were on the awards. Where were you? Uh, no, I'll talk about where I was. I was over at Casey Wilson's house, watching the awards and watching the Academy Awards with someone like Casey Wilson is great. If you never want to hear the awards, because <laughs> she's making jokes, except for because they no her and none of her friends care about them. If you right. don't want to hear any of the award ceremony and want to be told to shut up when they're singing songs from Frozen. Right. It's a, it's a great place to watch the awards. And if you want her TV to go out at intermittent times. Why? What was going on with her TV? She'll just press the wrong button and it'll turn off. Oh, no. For some reason, this is the second year in a row I've been duped into going to... And by the way, Casey, we love you. Uh, you're getting married soon in Mazel Tov. That said, not everyone has to host... An Academy Awards right. party. <laughs> is she not the one to host Academy Awards parties? You know what? She likes being around her friends, and I am I count myself among them. And, yeah. uh, uh, hey, I don't have to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can go watch it by myself, but I like the company of, of strangers and, <laughs> and friends. And people that are not strangers. <laughs> sure. It runs the gamut with me. But did you feel like a, like, it sounds like you were kind of a grouchy old man at this party. I'm a grumpy old man, but I think that that is in line with the cinema, which is what we're celebrating were on you, the Academy Awards. On this night, were you a grumpier old man? <laughs> I believe I might have been grumpier than the year previous. Um, but, so I was watching over there, and... Um, when you two came on, I immediately tweeted, um, hey, by the way. <laughs> give me the fucking thing. Adam silently motioned, hey, give me the cord to plug in his thing. And I did the exact same thing he did to me last episode. Uh, which, is, which is just simply taking the cord and not giving it to you. And it was so... It's so satisfying. Profoundly funny. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I'm watching, and the minute you 2 comes on, I said, by the way, Adam, Scott, and I, th- that reminds me, we have a, a show, you talking you 2 to me, yeah. and we'll cover it, and hey, we're making good on our promise. You you said that you tweeted that? I tweeted, yeah, yeah. by the way, this sh- reminds you that we have this show. So here we are talking about it, the Academy Awards. Um, and by the time people listen to this episode, it'll be like three months since the Academy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awards. Super satisfying for the audience. But let's talk about the Academy Awards because yeah. I happen to watch it with friends um, at Casey Wilson's house. But you saw it at a very interesting place. Where was this? I went to a viewing party that was a dinner where you eat dinner and watch the Oscars. In a way, mine was a viewing party because we were watching the awards, right. and it was a party, right. and they had dinner. So I don't see why you think you're better than me. I why do you think I think I'm better than you? Well, you said it like I went to a viewing <laughs> party. I didn't. I didn't emphasize I. Oh wait, should we? Uh, okay, here. What do you got? Do you I got get? the Oscars performance. You're on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The Oscars. She wants to kiss the golden shore. Golden. See, he's putting in subliminal messages like, I want to win the Golden Award. Um, So it was the, it's kind of the pre-party to the Vanity Fair Oscar party where there's a dinner and you sit down um, and everyone's all dressed up. normally sit down at dinner. That's not something to brag about. Well, at this one, you sit on the floor. Okay, oh, like you really sit down. Really? You sit, now I'm intrigued. They call it sit down, down. Like way, you sit way down. So someone, what happens is people sit in chairs. When they say sit down, people sit in chairs. They go ah ah ah, sit down, yeah, down, down, down. And then they take the chairs and they 
break them over your head. <laughs> what a strange party. Why would anyone go to it's this? It's incredibly fancy. Um, but, the, okay, here's where it gets crazy, Scott. Okay, here's where it gets interesting, listeners. Because I sit at a table, and you're kind of, you have name name plates on at your table. They tell you oh a table God. number, and then Please you Please get your thoughts together. <laughs> and there's name plates, and you go and you sit down. Paul, is this called for? <laughs> I'm sorry, who? <laughs> there's um, no name Paul here. There's just a man or a woman. And so, and so I... S- You'll find out soon. <laughs> um, I sit down at a table, and I'm sitting with... Me and uh, Paul Rudd went to the party together, so we're okay, at the so same the two table. two bros. But we're two bros, but we're not <laughs> sitting together. Why? I don't know. It's where our nameplates were. Wait a minute. So you bought tickets together? As a couple? Yeah. And they sat you at different places? What if yeah, you Yeah, well, we didn't went- buy tickets. You're, invi- you're It's something you're invited to. But, but what if you had gone there with your wife? Would you and your wife been sitting in different places? Scott, I don't know. I didn't go with my wife. My wife. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying right now. <laughs> so I sit down, then slowly everybody comes in and... How slow? <laughs> everyone's coming in at... I'd say walking pace like 15, four miles an hour, 15, 20 miles an hour. Everyone's coming. <laughs> what? In. Are they on scooters or something? No, everyone's. That's how fast everyone's walking in this place. Why did you say slowly? Fifteen well, miles for a an car, hour. That's really slow. Oh, okay. So wait, I thought you meant that people are walking. Oh, okay. So people are walking fifteen miles an hour, but. If it were a car, it would be slow, and that's exactly. why you said slowly. Because yes. they're, wa- they're walking really fast. For walking, it's fast, but for driving, it's very slow. Okay, now I'm on board now. I understand all this perfectly. Sure. So we're watching the Oscars with a table full of very friendly, lovely people. Okay. How many? Um, it's probably eight people at the table. Sure. Standard table party Standard size. table. <laughs> we're sitting in chairs. Great. And... The way to sit. About so we're I'm watching the the Oscar show, and about halfway through U2's performance, the two girls that are sitting next to me, both probably in their twenties, really right. lovely, hey, funny, smart. By the way, we never got those college girls in here. That's we talked right. about it on that previous episode. We said the next episode we were going to get college girls. Well, in here. maybe we do. We don't know yet. Oh, that's true. Who this guest is <laughs> okay. For all we know, it's a college, college girl. girl. I love college girls. And that's I am what's educated. happening. <laughs> so all of a sudden, these two girls in their twenties. There had you spoken to them? Yeah, at all? yeah, yeah. And they're great. They're really. Had you said hi? Cool. I'm Adam. I'm Parks and Recreation. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's how I introduced myself to everybody. I play Ben. Um, yeah, we chat. Everyone at the table's talking and everything. It's great. There's a reason. Vanity Fair, there's a reason I'm here. It's because I'm an actor. Right. Um, and I explain that to everyone <laughs> as, I, as I go around the room, mm-hmm. you know, glad-handing. Mm-hmm. Like, now, why am I not invited to this party? Do you, any, any well, clues? I think the reason is obvious, Scott. Why is that? I'm on a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was not invited to a single... What? Yeah, but are you? Oh, Adam! Are you? Come on, just because you're on the most popular show in NBC history. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's my little dig at you. <laughs> um, okay. So all of a sudden these About girls, halfway through U2's performance. 50% of the way through. I realize that these, the two girls I'm sitting next to are Bono's daughters. Wait a minute, how do you realize? What? 
Because the way they're watching the performance... They're going, Daddy, Daddy, sing! <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Daddy, sing louder! And then I kind of glanced at their their nameplates uh-huh. and their last name's Houston. So I just kind of put two and two together. That and it these, added up to you two. Yeah, exactly. Put you and two together. Two plus two equals you two. You two. And or you two. four. That's true. And um, <laughs> That's also true. And that's and I believe I texted you. Holy shit! I'm sitting next to. So then the rest of the dinner, all I could think about was, was those how embarrassing want. it would be if because I I don't think they they knew Parks and Rec or anything, but how embarrassing it would be if they found out that I have a YouTube podcast, podcast about their dad. Their dad. <laughs> I'm such a fan of your dad. Oh, God. And and you somehow finagled your way in right. there to sit next to them. Right. It what all if, just seemed really creepy. What if they what if they knew Parks and Recreation and they they were like, that's Adam Scott, and they entered you in a Google search and right. the first thing that came <laughs> up know. was this podcast. <laughs> I know. I all the scenarios went through mm. my head. So I didn't say anything about uh about our uh, our podcast, of course, but they were really cool and really really chill. Soup Super chill. <laughs> Great. Super chill. Uh-huh. Um, but then later at the party, we were all um, hanging out, and I, we, I ran into them, and then they introduced me to their dad. Their, their stepdad, I'm assuming you mean. because it can't, You can't be saying what I think you're saying. No, I am saying what I'm saying. What are you saying right now? I am saying... That, yeah, they introduced me to their stepdad, this guy, Philip. He's super cool, <laughs> super casual guy. Was he chill? Super chill, bro. Okay. No, are you saying that they introduced you to Bono? They introduced me to Bono. And uh, what did he What did he have to say for himself? He Well, I was standing talking to somebody, and you two walked in, and Larry Mullen and Adam Clayton walked by, and then The Edge walked by. And 15 then, miles an hour? Yeah, they were going super slow. They were like 20, 25 miles an hour. And then I ran into um, the girls, and then they introduced me to, to Bono. Because he was been very nice. Out with them, and they said, Oh, this is some guy that we've been sitting at a she table said, with. They said, Dad, this is table seven. And because me and Rudd and someone else were kind of standing around and introduced us, and they were all very, very. And what does what does Bono say to you? Had he heard about the T-shirts? Had you did you ask about the T-shirts? Fans of the show want to know. I I saved the T-shirts for next time. Hmm. Okay. Hey, Cody, do you mind not crowding Adam? <laughs> you know that I don't like people in my space, bro. <laughs> Cody stood up so close to Adam, and Adam gave me a look of fear. Like who? It, because you don't you don't know Engineer Cody. Sure, this is our ninth episode. You don't know about. I'm not that. ready for his groin to be that close to my face. <laughs> um. No, when I when I when they introduced me to him, all again, all I could think of was how creepy it could 
You got to stop thinking like that. No, but you got to start turning your swords into plowshares. If this guy knew that his daughters were introducing a guy who has a podcast about his band, even just a guy with a podcast, finagled my way. That's bad enough. Finagle, yes, exactly. (laughs) I've finagled my way into like his daughter's lives somehow, (laughs) and then so it was it was all bad. So they were all very very friendly. Okay, so you kept it cool, too cool in my opinion, because I think you should have been like, "Hey, Bon, bro." How about some fucking t-shirts? <laughs> yeah, bro. Ah, uh, that's my dream. But we'll get them next time. We're gonna get them on the show. I swear to God. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We got. What, we have to. We'll keep doing the show until we get Bono on it, or you two break up. Yeah. Do, do you Absol- join me in this solemn vow? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. I'm with you. All right. We need to take a break. Is that all we have to say about the Oscars? What if I met him and I said, "It's so nice to meet you." Listen. <laughs> Um, I have a podcast <laughs> devoted to you yeah. and your work. What would you? What do you think about maybe coming on and talking about your band with me and my friend? <laughs> me and my weird friend. <laughs> We're on Sunset Boulevard. Don't give out the address, by the way. That's good enough. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Um. All right. On the fifth floor. <laughs> all right. We have to take a break before we give out the entire address. <laughs> Um, we have to take a break. Cody all of a sudden is shaking a little dew off that melon. He's back ready to do it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, he has a deformed penis. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when we come back, we'll have our special guest. We'll find out the gender of the special guest. We're going to talk about you 2 We have so much to talk about. We'll be right back with you talking you 2 to me. Do you remember when... Postage meter companies used to have the monopoly on printing postage. Oh, hundreds of years. They had the monopoly on it. Can you believe it? Those jerks. They could charge you an arm and a leg. Not just an arm, by the way, but a leg? Post office? The things you use to deliver your mail? You're going to charge us? To print postage from your own office, they would charge you an arm and one leg. But those days are over because now you can use Stamps.com instead. With Stamps.com, you get all those benefits of those postage meters, but at a fraction of a cost. All you need is your computer, your printer, And Stamps.com, and you can get official U.S. postage for any letter or package, any class of mail. You will never have to step foot inside a crowded post office again. Everything you would do there, you can do right from your desk. It is so convenient. How convenient? Well, so convenient that we use it to deliver all the packages from the Earwolf Studios to you good little boys and good big girls. And right now you can use it by using our promo code BONO, that's right, the lead singer of Hue 2, for this special offer. You get a no-risk trial plus a $110 bonus offer. It includes a digital scale and up to $55 free postage. So don't wait. Go to stamps.com, but look, before you do anything else, click on that microphone at the top of the homepage, type in Bono, all right? That's how you get your deal. Bono, that's stamps.com, enter Bono. I'll see you, you know where, never at the post office. (laughs) 
Hey, listeners. Yes, I'm talking to you. Usually I'm talking you too to you. Now I'm just talking to you. We have a great new sponsor for this show. We have Trunk Club. What? Trunk Club? What is that? Well, let me tell you. Trunk Club is the outfitting service for men who don't like to shop but who like to look good. Isn't that a terrible personality quirk? You hate shopping, but you like looking good. What? There's no solution for that. Well, now there is. Whether you need a lot of clothes or just a pair of pants, Trunk Club takes the guesswork out of the process. Let me explain it. Trunk Club searches high and low for the very latest in men's apparel. So if you're a short person, you don't have to look high anymore. They box it up. They send you a trunk of items, and each and every customer gets their own stylist who makes trunk selections based on what you like and what you don't like, okay? So when I used it, what happened is they sent me some stuff to try on based on what I like. Some of it fit well. It made me look great. It was made with care. I kept those things that I loved, and then I sent some stuff that wasn't quite right back using their prepaid shipping label. So... If you don't like anything of what your stylist sent, you can just easily send it on back to them free of cost. It's simple. And if you can put pants on, you can use Trunk Club, okay? Anyone can use it. It is time, my friends. Check them out today. Head to www.trunkclub.com slash U2 to learn more about this great service. Make sure to use www.trunkclub.com slash U2 so they know that we sent you and thank you so much, Trunk Club. 1993 Soul Assassins come for deal with Roughneck Destruction. You too. You're listening to you talking you two to me. This is Numb, the Soul Assassin. B-side, really? yeah, B-side from last night on Earth. Stop Sounds a little like insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. You are not good at imitating Cypress Hill. Oh, no, that's one of my specialties. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, you talking you two to me, and this is our bridge episode where we're uh, slowing it down. Um, Just take it, a, taking it easy we're going about 25 miles an hour yeah walking at this point we're yeah. just slow and um <clears throat> by the way uh if you were listening to the show before this break which i don't know why you would come in in the middle but maybe you walked into a room someone else is playing it engineer cody in his infinite wisdom uh he went out to that bathroom left the key in it so really <laughs> yeah. yeah left the key in that bathroom so when i went out during the break to go into it uh, Did you have to shit in the hallway? No, I went into the women's, which, hey, look, we're recording this very late at night. Yeah. I figured there's not going to be any women going in there, but I, I got to see the women's restroom for the first time. And you know what it is? It's two stalls. Meanwhile, in the men's, we got a stall and a urinal. Just put two stalls in the men's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like why I can skip- see why you're so upset. <laughs> you got two urinals and a stall in the men's. Just put two stalls in there. We'll do fine. Did you let it mellow in the women's? <laughs> Are you kidding? That's the last thing a woman wants to see in the morning in this office building. Is a man's pee. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell. Oh, yeah. Just with how hardy the color is. There's so much sperm in it. <laughs> that is something that I didn't want to mention. 
Um, I don't know, women, women listeners. I don't know if you know this, but when men pee, there's just sperm swimming around in it. Oh yeah, in absolutely. The toilet bowl. Always. Um, you're listening to you talking you two to me, and we're talking about you two. We talked about the Oscars. Oh, by the way, end of that story. They lost. They did not win. How were their That's spirits right. at that party? Spirit. Uh, Christmas the, Carol. I Go. think I think they felt like um, they, they were expecting Frozen to win. I think every. I think they. I thought you were about to say they were expecting frozen yogurt. That, that too. Frozen yogurt was the dessert that night. <laughs> okay. So Everyone I, was expecting frozen. Was yogurt. frozen nominated for the Gigi? How did they win the Gigi? If I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Well, anyway, so they were they they kind of were at peace with you know what we're not going to win, but hey, there's there's always eight years from now they were we, definitely rooting for them, you know, as we all themselves were at meaning? the table. The for for you two to to win. Are you talking about? I'm not talking about the daughters. I'm oh, talking oh. about you two spirits. How oh, they, they seemed fine. They're they're going to be okay. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. <laughs> I think. I mean, I think they'll pull through. <laughs> That's a big crushing loss. Oh yeah. Oh man. Can you imagine? Did they talk when Bono walked in, met yeah. him, and she said, "This is uh, table seven. And He said, "Hello, I'm Bono. What a crushing blow tonight." Yeah, he did. He did mention how crushed they all were. Uh-huh. Well, that's too bad. Anyway, they lost, but next, well, you get them next time, you two. Just yep. start putting out songs every year. You got one for Batman. You got one for Nelson Mandela. Interchangeable in my mind. They could do a song for Hot Tub Time Machine, too, and get nominated for that. <laughs> Why not? Look, there's a guy starring in that who's one of their biggest fans who has a podcast about them. Yep. Do a little research, Bono. Come like, on. What movie should we write a song for? What would their song from Hot Tub Time Machine 2 sound like? It would probably be like, It's <laughs> a lot of drums before we get to the meat. Wait, is that it? Could you hear what song that yeah. was? Yeah, yeah. What, what song was it? William Tell Overture? Yeah. Wow. Speaking of. I, I mean, it, that, that's just a suggestion. It doesn't have to be that. All right. Well, speaking of William, our next guest's name could be William for all we know because we don't know the gender. Or it could person. be Wilhelmina. <laughs> that's true. Uh, guests, take down your draws. <laughs> Okay. Show us that dick or that coochie. Is this is this one of the twenty questions you're gonna use? Oh, that's right. We're using two oh, clues. Oh, yeah. Twenty questions. Twenty questions. Oh my god, what are the questions we should have? You oh, they, must determine my gender in with, one of these in 20, twenty questions. questions. By the way, okay. this is part of two's clues. Let's hear a little of the two's clues theme. Very good. Very All nice. Right. Two's, yeah. Welcome to Two's Clues. Welcome to Two's Clues. I'm Scott. I'm Scott. This is the show where we ask our guests twenty questions. And in those twenty questions, we hope we get a few twos clues <laughs> to determine if they got a if they got a penis or if they got a vagina. If they got a peen or they pee through a vagina. <laughs> Jesus, that was not. A play. That's not good. I, I said, I said, oh Jesus, as if mine was, was, <laughs> was at all acceptable. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Scott. Okay, what question you want to lead with? Uh, okay. Uh, guest number one. Yes. When you get dressed in the morning, do you put on... Th- these are all yes or no questions? Uh, God, we never talked about that. They could, they could be or they could not be, I guess. Okay. <laughs> do you put on panties or a diaper? Good question. <laughs> Both. 
<laughs> oh, oh, damn God. it. Better okay. Sorry. Damn it. Damn oh, it, gosh. It, okay. It. Scott, it's your turn. Okay. Guess number one. Mm-hmm. What is your ideal dream date? Yes. It is mm. a dream. Mm. Ideally. Ideally. All right. Oh, God. I feel like we're no closer to this learning. This guest likes gen- to go on dates in the dream world? <laughs> I guess so. With Morpheus? Yes. I'm answering your question because you made a question sort of lilt at the I guess end. that counts as one of our 20 uh, okay. questions. Yeah. I got uh, one. I got one. I, okay, I got go ahead. One. 17 questions to go. I'm surprised I didn't think of this first. What gender are you? I'm a man. Oh! oh. I guess we don't need the rest of those questions. No. But okay. still ask them. Okay. Why? To determine my gender. Here we go. At this point, I think you're a man, but... I think you're a man because you just said yeah. you're a man. Wait, wait, I got one. Were you lying when you said you were a man? No. Oh, man, I'm thinking this guy's a man. 13 more questions. Do you have any way of proving you're a man? Yes, several. Will you prove you're a man by showing us that peen? Absolutely, I will. <laughs> okay, will you do it right now? Yes, I will. Okay, let's see it. That was not a question. Oh, Can we see it? Certainly. Are you going to show it to us or keep us in suspense on this? Yes, I am, and no, I'm not. Will you fucking show us your penis? <laughs> yes, I will. Will you do it right now? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, you're out of questions. <laughs> Damn it! We never got to see his penis. We didn't get to see the penis. Hey, guest number one, introduce yourself. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. <gasps> Paul F. Tompkins from podcasting. Yep, and very little else. You found a podcast you have not been on. <laughs> I hunted <laughs> high and low. Poor Paul. All all he did was email us and compliment us <laughs> on the show. Said that he enjoyed listening, and here we are. Forty hours later, he's trapped in a room <laughs> listening to us bullshit for oh my God. probably at this point an hour and he a half. He has been here for. He has been here for an hour and a half. Counting last week's show as well. Sorry about that, Paul. Hi. It's, look, it's a it's a pleasure for me because I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> you you two are weirdos. You two are weirdos. Yeah, We've been they are. About that. Oh, they I'm sorry. Are. Especially the, in the, the '90s, the two of you are weirdos. Oh well, that makes more oh, sense. Okay, yes. yes, I would agree with that. As I was well. going to say you two are not weirdos at all. I oh, was just agreeing with you. By the way, this has been Two's Clues. Oh, let's close it up. Good episode. Yeah, Scott. It was great. That was really good. C- congrats on Two's Clues. That's mm. been a good addition to our lineup. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Paul, f- welcome. Scott, thank you for having me. Scott, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Um, now, you two is a band. Do we need to start over? No, Should I'm caught up. Should we start from the beginning? No, no, no. You yeah. two is a band. Well, They're from Ireland. Uh, Ireland. You know what? Yes. Actually, because I'm realizing some people might have just walked into a room sure. where this is playing. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a, a girl's boyfriend is playing this stupid show that he likes <laughs> that she can't stand. I was wondering what's going on. Okay, so you two as a band, smash cut to now. Yep. You uh, have feelings about them, and you have an opinion on them, and I remember uh, seeing you talk about them on stage a few times, and I thought, you know what? Let's you, have- did I talk about them a few times? I remember once, at the very least. You mentioned Largo. I remember seeing you at Pedro's talking about them as well. I bet I was saying the same stuff. Probably. Well, hey, here's a little glimpse behind the curtain. Sometimes comedians say the same stuff. They're not just making it up on stage. We pretend as if it's conver- it's, it's the, it's the agreed-upon lie. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, this is all just happening for the very first time. They call it predetermined material. Predetermined material. <laughs> As they say in the comedian biz. That's yeah. Right. Do you have any predetermined material? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every night before you go on, you're like, right. I would like to go on stage and say some predetermined material That's tonight. Correct. That's correct. Please. So you had talked about you two, and so I thought, you know what? Let's get Paul to talk about you two yeah. because we are unabashed fans. Yes. Adam listens to every U2 record and tries to convince himself he likes them equally. Mm-hmm. And I have a different opinion sometimes with some of the records where I like some of them better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it's time for a dissenting opinion. The last time we had one on, Harris Whittles, he left convinced that U2 that was, was his... Am- that was an amazing turnaround. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really was. A very yeah. fast turnaround. It was Almost abrupt. as if he had an appointment to get to. Yeah. And wanted to get out of the room. Almost well. as if he had to get back to work. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Almost I... as if he had taken off work to do a podcast and they didn't know about it. <laughs> I can't imagine that's true. It really seemed to me like you guys clearly made your case. <laughs> oh, thank you very yeah. much. Yes. That's so sweet. Wow, man. Now, uh-huh. <laughs> my experience with you two is uh, it's not so much that I dislike them. Mm-hmm. It's that I was never captivated by them yeah. in the way that, say, you and you are. Yeah. Okay, Scott and uh, Scott. Yeah, please tell us who you're talking about when you say you uh, and well, you. Well, I'm talking about Scott, and then I'm also including Scott in Thank this. you. Oh, great. Um, Fantastic. And the time I was making fun of them was uh, around the time of pop. Mm-hmm. Which we talked about in depth in our Endlessly. Last. And uh, <laughs> what I remember, no stone unturned <laughs> when it came to pop. Truly. Actually, I don't think that's true. I think you left a lot of stones <laughs> I don't know right where they about. were. <laughs> so if someone had a stone collection hey, and they what? came home, they would not even have known if you guys were in there. What, are we going to pick up every stone in the world? <laughs> no, Come on. No. That, well, that would be impossible. That would take too long. Does that expression apply to every stone in the world? Like yeah. when you say we left no stone unturned, is the implication yeah. we've traveled the entire globe? There was one guy no. who did it. They made an expression out of it. I, th- I think they're talking about just a group of stones pertaining to the particular subject they're talking about. In this case, the pop stones. Right. So there was. Hey, you popping my stones you over here? My stones. Oh, is it, is it time for you popping my stones? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. hear a little episode of you popping my stones. Hey, welcome to you popping my stones. I'm oh. Scott. I'm Scott. I am Scott. What are you, popping my stones? <laughs> you popping my stones? Wait. Hey, you two popping my stones? Oh, who's popping stones around here? Is it oh. you? Oh. This has been you popping my stones. Good app. The- Great app. <laughs> Fantastic app. By the way, I agree with some listener that said they didn't think I got enough credit a couple of episodes ago <laughs> for saying, for coming up with the podcast, you talking tattoo you to me what tattoo you oh right you right. talking tattoo you to me right the rolling stones record yeah, yeah. did we uh, talk about that in one of our last apps we i i threw it out there as a po- and a podcast a potential podcast title and you and harris just kind of rode right over it like i didn't even say it that's harris so you agree with this listener that you didn't get enough credit for that yes are you in this for the credit man are you in this to talk about you too to me I'm in it for I'm in it for the boys from Liverpool. That's what I'm in it for. All right, Bono, the age, veg, 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 yeah. veg, veg, veg. Yeah, Vige. I've never said it out loud. I've only seen it written down. <laughs> veg, Adam Clay, Ton, Adam Clay, two thousand pounds. Adam Clay and Ton, Clay a ton, metric 
Metric. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Earthquake. <laughs> yes. Richter scale. Got it. And Frangela? Frangela. Yeah, Fran- I believe Frangela is one of the, the members. Frangela. Yeah, Frangela. The two comedians, Francis and Angela, yeah. Yes. Put together, they comp- comprise the drumming. They comprise and comport. <laughs> the drumming portion of you two. Yes. So now, now how can we can we talk about because uh, the, uh, uh, criticism has been leveled at this show that we're just talking about an old band no one cares about, but we're old men. Has uh, have people said that? <laughs> sort of. Um, you know, it's hey. You can say that about literally anything. That's any, also any, true. Any, any discussion that people have, that's also true. Any discussion <laughs> that anyone's having about anything. That hey, that's old. You can say who cares. Yeah, that's true. But, but we care. Yes. Now here's the th- what's very funny to me is from listening to you guys. Because uh, I'm a loyal fan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, and you guys, I think you're revealing that you two are maybe not good at their jobs. <laughs> why why do you say that? Start off really strong, right? Yeah. Start off really, really strong. Uh-huh. Then they have this big, gigantic watershed hit album. Yeah. Then the discussion was. They were not ready for this. They could not handle it. <laughs> and then they have not seemed to have gotten a hold of it. Now they come in and you guys are talking about this pop album where it's the like- The exact same thing It happened. didn't work. They didn't really have a point. Yeah. They tried to yeah. have, put a point on top of it later. Uh-huh. And, then you and it's barely... going to happen again in another 10 years. I, I disagree with that. But I will Shut say up. that the 10, <laughs> the, 10 years, the 10 years between the first time it imploded and the second time, it was all great. So between Joshua Tree uh-huh. and or Pop? Rattle, no, between Rattle and Hum between and Pop. Between Rattle and Hum and, and Pop. Hum. The end of Rattle and Hum. Rattle and Hum was the first implosion. Yes. Then they built it back up. What are the albums mm. in between? You have uh, Achtung. How does it, how's this pronounced? Achtung. Baby! Achtung, baby! Is it Achtung, baby? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think that that's was it. it. That's okay. the correct that pronunciation. That is it. <laughs> Which, which, by the way, we talked about it last episode. We want to change the title of that to Rock Tune Baby because it's rock and roll music. Right. So, um, but but how can I ask your age? How old of a man are you? Oh, Scott, I don't <laughs> know if I want this out there. <laughs> I understand. It's Hollywood after. I am 46. I will be 46. Okay. Wait, am I? F- I fucking can't remember. <laughs> if I am 46 now... I was born September twelfth, nineteen sixty eight. Sixty eight. So you. So I am forty five now, and I will be forty six. I don't no, know. You, maybe you're. 40. You don't know your age. No, you're you're forty five now. Going to be forty six. Yeah. Forty five going on forty six. Yeah. So when is your birthday? I'm forty five and a half. <laughs> when September twelfth. Did you already say yeah, that? Yeah, he did. I'm yes, so I sorry. Did. I'm sorry. I agree with the listener who will say that. You should pay more attention to the stuff I say. Scott. You really should. I I'm, feel like you're talking I, so slow that it's almost like you can't pay attention you're, to what you're talking else like. Says. I know miles exact, an hour. everything Paul's saying. I'm paying attention to. He is 49 years old. Wait a minute! Come on! His, this will not stand. His birthday is on 9/11. <laughs> no, but the reason I ask about this, Paul, is because a lot of younger listeners go, "Look, I don't like you two. I when I was." Started to like music when I was, I don't know, I was a uh, I was a, a small boy who wanted to be a big boy. A little boy. Just a little boy. Just a little boy, but I wanted to be a big boy. But I started yeah. to like music. Um, you know, by that point, U2 had already gone so off the rails 
that you know maybe they were in the vertigo era even at this point when they were young kids. So a lot of a lot of people don't understand you two at all. But a, a person of your age and our age, because I would say that we're all roughly the same age, um, roughly went through the same U two experience. Right. Uh, but you did not. You say you were never captivated. No. What was the never... first time you ever heard about them? Oh my God. From years ago, living in Philadelphia, when they were still playing small places now, in Philly. Here's what I have to say about you mm. two in Philadelphia, and we talked about this in the Rattle and Hum oh, episode. Here we go. Were you upset that they didn't have enough guitars and they didn't play Philadelphia and the Joshua Tree tour? Was that why you don't like them? Maybe I. I mean, that's not helping. Certainly. It was a big. It was a big problem. It was a snafu. Situation normal, all fouled up. Yeah, it's normal for this kind of situation. They I hope a listener doesn't snitch you out to Kulop. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but they they didn't bring enough guitars. Famously, and the not Hooters enough had guitars. Instead, now I might not be privy to this information yet. <laughs> we talked about. Well, oh, that's we're right. giving you the has, information now. Well, this thank you very much. Hasn't dropped. They forgot to bring the appropriate amount of guitars. Yeah, mm-hmm. one. And so the <laughs> So the Hooters had to play instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they. So yeah. you two didn't play at all, or they played with the Hooters guitars? They played on the second leg of the tour when they got enough guitars. But they basically were like, you know what? We don't have enough guitars for this show. Put the Hooters on instead. And, and the Hooters, no one notices. And that's why the Hooters got so huge, is because yeah. they got U2 slot in, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. So were you upset about that? Is that what happened? Well, we all were. <laughs> At the time, and a lot of us still are. There's a lot of a lot of bad blood. So I got tricked into seeing the Hooters. So when you 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 in Philadelphia, what, what would you say around 1983 is when you became aware of them? Uh, Eighty, probably 86. I think when I started doing stand up in 86, and I I moved downtown. So wait, the the Pride in the Name of Love, the Unforgettable Fire record, you're unaware of. Pretty much. Wow. So this is Philadelphia. This is so, sort of this is back east, but uh, well, because the people that I was hanging with up to that point, because I like in high school. In high school, I didn't know anybody who listened to you two. Right. And then I started stand up right after high school, and yeah. then I heard about them. But the stuff that I heard, it didn't make any impact on me. And what were you listening to at the time? Uh, I was just, I was into new wave and stuff like that. Okay. So in 1986, we're talking. What do you got? You got Duran Duran. We're talking. There was some Duran Duran. There was the Police. Uh huh. The Police. <laughs> oh, I used to like listening to the Police. No, I heard a Siren one. But they were broken up by then, weren't they? The, the police? police. That was towards the end for sure. Yeah. I think 1985 was their last record, Synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Probably. Synchronicity. Um, in 1986, you got the Dream of the Blue Turtles, but they hadn't broken up, if you remember. At that point, he the Dream of the Blue Turtles was so successful that the Police broke up. Oh, because it was Sting's first solo outing. So, um, and then of course... Oh, and how about the song Russians? It became appropriate again, right? Do they love Uh, their children? Do the Russians love their children too? I wonder. I wonder if they do. Well, Maybe. a lot of the Dream of the Blue Turtle songs hey, were... Hey, get by a mic! <laughs> a lot of the Dream of the Blue Turtle songs were actually songs he wrote for the police. Wait a minute. Is this an episode of Blue Turtling? <laughs> I believe it is. <laughs> yes. Let's open it up. Hey, welcome to an episode of Blue Turtling. <laughs> we're just Blue Turtling it. I'm your host, Scott. Oh, man. <laughs> What, what do you say, Paul? I don't know. I just, I'm just uh, now. I'm just blue turtling here, but okay. I think that that's when Sting got really into jazz musics, 
and he started uh, hanging out with future Jay Leno band leader, Branford Marsalis. Guys, I'm just going to blue turtle here for just Please? a second. That's why we're all here. I feel like Bring On the Night, the movie, yes. the album, and I again, I am just blue turtling here, Sure, <laughs> is one of the great moments in jazz rock. I... I, Out of a, a wide uh, swath of great moments. A crowded field of nominees. Jazz rock. A, a, anybody here in the mood for some blue turtling? I'd love to blue turtle. I think it's the finest moment in jazz rock. Wow. Thank you. And ah. and I, I will even say the finest moment of the finest moment of jazz rock. Yeah. The finest moment being Bring on the Night, the movie. Is <laughs> not when, the album. Not the album. The movie. When... Sting sings the theme song to the Flintstones. Oh, uh, my God. I love that part. So funny. So funny. He's a fun guy. Funny. Who likes fun. to have fun. They're a Stone Age family. A modern Stone modern Age family, one. Scott. Please. No, I know they are. I'm just saying they're a Stone Age family. I'm not quoting lyrics. Does Hanna-Barbera have a case against ABC show Modern Family? I wonder about that almost endlessly. You, well, you take out the word Stone Age and then you have a new show. Yeah. I'm making quotes with my fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. Well, I've I've never heard uh, Dream of Blue Turtles. Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm, I'm a bad person to host this show. Anyway, Ooh. this has been an episode of Blue Turtling. Good app. That was a great really app. Can, app. I, can I ask... Why did you two get so much shit for Rattle and Hum and Sting did not get any shit for Bring on the Night? I think because he started out pretentious. Yeah. And because he, that was his, That's uh, his thing. Second solo thing. Yeah. U2 was massive at that point. Oh, I also have the same thing with Bruce Springsteen, which okay. is very weird for me to be from Philadelphia and not really be into Bruce so Springsteen. you're not into Bruce Springsteen? No. You never have been and never will be? I never will be. <laughs> I was I was taken to a concert by my two best friends in the world who are massive Bruce Springsteen fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, well, this will be my conversion. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. And yeah. then I was just there at a three-hour concert. It's a I long one. I was not one. really enjoying that much. But it's interesting because people get into Bruce Springsteen at interesting times. Like you were saying, you mm-hmm. got into him late. I know I got into him late. I got mm-hmm. him super late via David Bowie because David Bowie covered a couple of his songs and I was like, I like those songs. Hard to be a saint in the city and oh, grown up. And I was like, I like those songs a lot because I was a big David Bowie uh, freak. What's grown up? I know, I know. <laughs> Growing up. From the first record. Oh, I never heard Bowie cover that. Yeah, David they're great. Bowie. And it and I liked those so much that I was like, let me hear the Springsteen versions. I listened to the, and they're completely indistinguishable from the yeah. Bowie versions other than Bowie's doing in a weird cocktail. But I right. I do yeah. that got me yeah. into Springsteen. <laughs> but then I saw Springsteen. I had a similar experience though. There were so many people booing at Bruce Springsteen. I was kind of like, this oh, is really Scott, rude. And it yeah. just ruined the Scott, concert Scott, for me. I was like, oh, you guys no. are all meanies. Oh. Scott, no. They, they were like weren't boos. No, they were <laughs> <laughs> like you thought they were boos. expressing their boos in plurals. <laughs> yeah. Boos is what you would say. So you don't only have to shout it once. If only you'd know, they all had speech impediments, <laughs> and they were trying to say, we love you, Bruce. Okay. I, I have a pretty funny uh, showbiz story to go along with this oh, one. Boy. Oh, I saw a little rockumentary uh, about Bruce Springsteen. I'm, I don't know that. I'm sorry. A rocking I'm, mockumentary? Oh, no, 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 no. It's a do- Sorry, Paul. It's a documentary about rock and roll. And just to save time, we call it a rockumentary. Oh, sure. 
Mm-hmm. So rather than say every time uh, a documentary about rock and roll that I saw, yeah, yeah. or if a you, rock and roll documentary, even right. it takes up too much time. That's going to yeah. shave a year off your life if you just shorten it to rockumentary. Fuck. Meaning you'll get yeah. an extra year, not you'll be dead a year. Add earlier. a year off, not shave a year off. Uh, shave a year off of the years that God is ticking down of when He's going to kill you. Does that make sense? No, it does. Okay, thank you. And also, that's why in so many zombie movies, you see the zombies, and the first thing they do is say, Rockumentary, Rockumentary, (laughs) because of all the time they wasted in their actual lives. (laughs) Sure, they're trying to get it out now. Is that that the worst part of being a zombie, is realizing how much time you wasted in your life Mm -hmm. doing things like saying, rock and roll documentary? Yep. You have the cognizance, the cognizombience. Also, infotainment. Zombies uh-huh. are always bitching about how much time they wasted saying informational, informational entertainment yeah, or entertaining information. Mm, yeah. So what what were we talking oh, about? Oh, so so. Oh yeah, you got some great. There's stuff. this great show documentary I saw. I can't remember where, but there's this wonderful rock and roll showbiz tidbit in there where Tom Petty was talking about opening for Bruce Springs, not opening, but playing before him at a giant festival. Sort of a co-headliner kind of thing. Yeah, and he walks That's out. That's an important distinction to you. He's about, he's a, <laughs> he's about, he's about to walk out on stage, and, <laughs> and somebody grabs him right before he walks out. Uh-huh. And in, in the butt? No, just he, sorry. He had to fall. Like grabs <laughs> his butt. That's an interesting <laughs> assumption that you just made. Why would it be that? I don't know. Someone grabs me before on stage. I go on stage. It's usually the butt. Who's doing this to you? I don't, it's usually my opener. This is inappropriate. T- but by opener, do you mean you open up your butthole for them, <laughs> or do you co-headline your butthole? <laughs> I had it wrong. He had to follow. Oh he had to follow Bruce Springsteen. Another one of these fucking stories you have that goes nowhere and you get every detail wrong. So you guys are fraying at the edges. <laughs> yes, we are. So he wa- he's about to walk out and someone grabs him uh, by the butt. <laughs> you were right, Scott. I'm sorry. Well, okay. <laughs> and they say they say, hey, when you go out there. It's if if it sounds like they're booing you, they're not. They're just saying Bruce. So don't <laughs> worry. And Tom Petty's reply? What's the difference? Oh, because right. they should be sh- sh- going Tom. Yeah. yeah, they should. Yeah, it's not any better that they're not booing, but they're just Yeah, that they're ask- asking they're for Bruce to come back. A different person. W- would you guys say you're a bigger Tom Petty fan or Bruce Springsteen fan? I will tell you the answer to that. On next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, I'll say Bruce, uh, definitely. Yeah. I just saw Tom Petty live for the first time at Bonnaroo last year. He was great. Yeah. Um, but I still, I respond more to the music of Bruce Springsteen. I think I respond more to, I'm, I'm not like a huge Tom Petty fan either, but there's a handful of songs that I really, really enjoy that I think affect me more than the handful of Springsteen songs that I really enjoy. So let's get back to this, though. Let's get back Paul, to this. You you like New Wave at the time. It's 1986. You're a new romantic. I'm a big yeah. Tom Petty fan. All right. And uh, I got a little pompadou. You got a pompadou. And um, it's Probably. 1986. You hear about you 2 for the first time. What do you hear about them? Uh, I hear that they are uh, this uh, amazing band and people are bragging, like, I saw them at Grendel's Lair. There's only seven people in the audience. Things like that. Fantastic. That's all the time we have for you, Paul. Thank you so much for coming. All right. By. I am glad to be of service. Please tell my wife I love her. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> 
Look, we have to take a break, is what I'm trying to say. We gotta take another break. When we come back, we'll have more from Paul F. Tompkins. We'll have more from Scott and Scott. We'll be right back. It's getting very late in the eve oh my God. for us. We'll be right back with more of you talking you two to me. Another episode of You Talking You Two to Me and another great sponsorship from our friends at NatureBox. We got to thank these guys. How could you know, Engineer Sam, how do we, how do we thank these guys? We, you know what? I would I want to send a NatureBox to them because that is the greatest gift I can think. Let's set, go write that down. Send a NatureBox to our friends at NatureBox. They'll love it because it's the best gift you can give. Uh, what is it? Well, NatureBox is a brilliant company with a revolutionary and delicious idea. That's what it is. It's as simple as that. What they do is they deliver tasty snacks directly to people without them, and they do it every single month. (laughs) Yeah, every month. So, you know, if you're like me, you're avoiding high fructose corn syrup, hydrogenated oils, artificial flavors, artificial colors. Well, guess what? So is NatureBox. Each snack faces strict quality standards, so you know it's going to be quality. But they're also approved by painfully strict nutritionists. But these guys want to have fun. Uh, do they? I've never found that out. I, one day I'm going to visit the factory. I'm going to find out if they have fun. Because they have a fun streak. They want to have fun, but do they? We'll never know. Pick your favorites. Apple pie oat clusters. Oh, that sounds so good. Black and white granola, oh, I want it now. Or, hey, guess what? You can go wild with a rotating surprise box each month. They have a huge collection of tasty treats from Fuji apples to masa crisps. Oh, I'm in heaven. So snack better, snack smarter, and snack plentifully. Go to naturebox.com slash to get 50% off your first box. Whoa, that's a deal. I'm going to do it. I'm going to send NatureBox one. I suggest you send one to yourself. That's naturebox.com slash you too. Go visit today. All right, welcome back. We're here, the fellas, and we were just getting... Yeah! uh, Oh, yeah! Just dudes, you know? It's just turtle... I love we, we, I love hanging out with men. From oh, blue turtle God. in it just to talking <laughs> about turtle. Oh, should we um break open a, an episode of talking about turtle from Entourage? <laughs> Let's do it. Here we go. Talk about turtle. Hey guys, welcome to Talking About Turtle. Uh, I'm your host Scott. This is Scott. And I'm Paul. And Glad to be here on Tat. Open up the phones. Oh, okay, yeah. let's take some calls. <laughs> Hey guys, listen, I'm a huge fan. Um, oh, hey man, it's always nice to hear from a fan. Yeah, great. Are you a first time first time caller? I don't recognize that voice. Long time, first time. Um, I love Turtle from Entourage. <laughs> hey, so do we. Enough said. That's why we hosted this podcast, I bro. Love you guys, and um, can't wait for the movie. It's gonna be great. Hey, you know what? I think it's gonna be really good. I have high hopes for it. How May sixteenth, two thousand fifteen, guys. Hey man, I'm there with. My balls on. Oh, shit. How much do you think the movie is going to be Turtle, and how much is going to be the other guys? I'm hoping 100%. I hope uh, (laughs) it's one unbroken shot all on Turtle's face. Well, listen. Dream come true. We all want that to happen, but it's impossible. There are the other guys. We got Ah. Vince. We got E. We got Ari. I mean, come on. Oh, I forgot about E. I mean, I like Turtle so much that uh, 
you know, I, I want his friends. Uh, I'm glad that he has friends and everything, but um, I kind of hate when they take away from Turtle Time. Yeah, yeah. I know. What Me you too. Mean. Yeah. Me too. Oh well, well we you can all Turtle, dream. Hey, do you think Turtle will be able to see us through the screen? <laughs> we all hope that. Yeah, definitely. I, I think. I think so. Hey, you know what I did hear? That's probably not realistic, but I did hear that at certain screens in the ArcLight here in Hollywood, yeah. he drilled uh, two holes. He cut out two eye holes in the screen, and he's going to be behind it. So anytime he's on screen, he's going to be looking back at us for real. Hey, Scott. Yeah, how, Scott. How, what about when Turtle moves around on the screen? How do how how are those cut out eye I'm, holes going to follow? I have a question him? about that too. Yeah. <laughs> What's your question? Same thing. What? How did you both... This is a coincidence. How did you both come up with the same it's, question? It's the most logical question that would go along but with this your is crazy. statement. This is crazy. Let's not answer this question because this is nuts. You guys are like have psychic powers or something. Hey, uh, let's uh, change subject. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think that a turtle... Used to be a real turtle in real, in real life? <laughs> Look, we all hope the turtle used to be a real real turtle. Maybe you got a spell put on him? Yeah, I mean, that's the most... I think it was just a nickname from back in Boston where all the guys grew up. <laughs> I think that he used to be a turtle probably in medieval times and that an evil witch put a spell on him. Because he used to work at medieval times. Yeah, that forces him to hang out with these other people who are clearly not as great as he is. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of a... a an unlucky lot he has in life. So it's settled. Turtle is great. This has been Talking About Turtle. Thanks, guys. Good app. Great app of Talking really about Turtle. Talking about Turtle. You know what? People thought that we couldn't not talk about a specific album of U2s on this show and keep it great. And here we are proving them wrong. <laughs> uh, this is proof. The proof is in the pudding, you guys. Uh-huh. I Who would complain about this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you. We'll go through some reviews. Well, Let's I mean, do it. Would you just turn it off and never mention <laughs> right. it to anyone? <laughs> Why would you be like, these guys, they're missing an opportunity. Let's sit through two hours and 20 <laughs> minutes of it and then complain. Let's tell you what. Well, I want to get back to Paul at a certain point about uh, what he thinks or does not think about YouTube. But let's talk Ooh, about some I can't reviews. wait to tell you what I don't think about them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Let's talk about some reviews because here's some. Let me read some reviews of of the show. We got we've gotten a lot of one star reviews, and I think that's because you have to rate it one star. Otherwise, you're not you're... allowed to give zero. Uh, that I love that as a feature of the reviews too, where people say, "I wish I could give this zero stars." <laughs> we get it. Boy. We get the system that it has to be one is the lowest. So you this can is go. iTunes, and you have to give one through five stars. One through five stars. One star. This podcast is crap. Not about you too. I have no idea why it's so popular, save the U2 reference, but it's not about U2. If you are expecting to hear about U2, don't waste your time. If you are huge fans of these two guys and want to hear insipid stories about their lives, you're in the right place. <laughs> I, I have to say, I cannot disagree with him. It's pretty accurate. If you do want to hear insipid stories about our lives, you are in the right place. This is the place. Look, I'm a fan of both of you. I love your insipid stories. The detail of the warehouse and the walk to and from. <laughs> Where? The warehouse. <laughs> Here we go. One star. Horrible. These guys should go back to their small town in the Midwest. Not <laughs> funny. <laughs> what? We clearly talked about being from Southern California, from California. and San <laughs> Jose. But also... Where do they think you travel to to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah, and they obviously they know we're in L.A. <laughs> and is this being from a small town in the Midwest mean the deepest insult you can come up with? <laughs> this guy's very. By the way, this is Mr. Flashlight. He's very confused. 
Um, I'm sorry, Scott, did you say Mr. Flashlight? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I have to go. But please edit out every word I've uttered on this podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, here we go. Two stars. This guy's a little more dense. Oh, right. Okay. I learned more. Well, I wish I could give this one star, but I don't know how the stars work. I learned more about Huey Lewis and the news than I did about you two. Hey, guys, it's Nito. Your mommy got you into the Us Festival. But you didn't even know Bono climbed a tower there to wave the white flag, nor did you know that they lost their music for October in a studio fire days before the album was due. That's U2 101. This is like listening to two stoners talk about a band they barely know. Well, my question is, why did he give us two stars? It's, it sounds like he hated it more than well, anyone else. For the, U2, the Us Festival. for the U2 reference alone. Wait, maybe I was reading that too sarcastically. Sorry. It's neato your mommy got you into the Us Festival. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's why he gave it's you Tone, it's hard to communicate tone. Yeah, in text. Um, I I have I will agree though that I did learn more about Huey Lewis in the news listening to. This. Well, that's a great show that we are concurrently doing. We've been doing yeah, that yeah. every episode. Yeah. Um, horrible, horrible, horrible. After 15 minutes of bad 13 year old boy humor, does he mean bad like as good as the song "Bad" by U2? Right. Or does he mean, like, what's good 13-year-old boy humor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's erudite 13-year-old humor? Uh, so so self-centered these unfunny dudes are. Self-centered. self-centered. Believe it or not, this is the only U2-related thing that I've ever judged to be horrible. Hey, guy, wow. this is not U2-related. <laughs> that would be so funny if somehow people thought that U2 had something to do with <laughs> this podcast. sanctioned it. This is our official podcast. <laughs> we want this out to the world. Um, let's. Uh, oh, this is a great one. One star. Funny, not. Oh, that's right. Whoa, whoa that I, is the ultimate insult. I got fucking whiplash from that turnaround. And he, he says, "He or she says, that's right. I said not." <laughs> oh, just in case you there was you were mistaken. Like I'm listening to ten-year-olds. That's another one-star review. Ooh, uh, he's downgraded. Shaved, us shaved from off 13. three years. Don't waste your valuable time. Hey, guys, why is your time so valuable? <laughs> you can listen to any podcast. And you can you literally got... listen to 30 seconds of it and then turn it off. Yeah. yeah. Joke is on us. One star. Um, but the, here's a good review. They are right about that. The joke is on that. <laughs> it is. Here's a good review. Five stars from JDE123. He or she says, I've been trying to find information about the obscure band U2 for a long time. <laughs> Super glad this podcast is available. Provides all the information you need, like band member names. <laughs> That's they get great. it. They That's great. They get it. They get it. Who is that? That is JDE123. Thank you for my favorite three. review. That's that is awesome. That's a great PD. one. Pediatric. <laughs> Another good one. Uh, Chana BC Smith. These guys cover everything you two from sports to Huey Lewis to other stuff. It's all, it's all here and it's all you two. <laughs> it's all here. <laughs> guys, thank you. I appreciate you listening to the show. We just wanted to pause for one moment to read those. Those are great. Let's get back to Paul, though. So, sure. Paul, you're in Philly. You're a, uh, you're a 16-year-old boy. You're a small boy. You want to be just, a big boy. I'm just a little boy. I want to be a big boy. Sure. <laughs> But there's a certain time in people's lives when they become a big boy. Do you did you view yourself as a big boy yet? It it took me a long time to see myself as a big boy. Yeah, sure. I but, felt like a little boy for a really long time. Do you see yourself as a big boy now? I feel like now I'm finally a big boy. Do you think? And and this is serious a serious question. I see a lot of people in positions of authority who are 
way younger than me, 13, mm. 15 years younger than me, and I assume they're older. I you'd say 13 or 15. <laughs> 13, <laughs> me too. 15, 13 years, years old. <laughs> position of authority. Or 15. 15-year-old <laughs> policeman who pulled me over. <laughs> it's getting very late here. It's very late. Let's keep going, by the way. We're, we're at 10.30 p.m. We, let's do another half hour. Let's do it till 11. What do you let's, let's all go pee in the ladies' room together. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, but okay. So you're 16 year old. I'm you 16 hear about, year old. <laughs> you hear about you two. <laughs> We're going off the rails in this I episode. Hear about you two. I would say I was probably I was probably 17, 18, mm-hmm. doing stand up, hearing about you two from you, my new cool adult friends. Hearing about them, but not hearing the music. Uh, yeah, but I guess hearing the music was but it it's not like Pride was a hit, and you heard that on the radio. Probably, yeah. Okay. But it didn't make an impact on me. Okay. Like, it didn't stick. It it's didn't not like that movie me. Deep Impact, then. No, that impacted me right away, and deeply. <laughs> Was yeah. it more like Armageddon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Armageddon, that album by U2. <laughs> if U2. If U2 is deep... <laughs> if U2 is... Is U2 Armageddon or Deep Impact in this scenario? I, don't, I have no idea. And what? if they are one, what, it, what band is the other? I would say U two is Armageddon, and like uh, um, the, the Hooters, the, the Adam's really trying to come up with it. The uh, he's taking oh, it very seriously. Oh 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 oh. Um, the Virgin know. Prunes. <laughs> God damn it! God, Adam. Okay. Wait, now you're getting serious? Yeah. You clasped your hands together yeah. like you were Mr. Miyagi. Um, so I, I feel like it's fun. You, got- you can't say, okay, clap your hands, and then go, uh. But I feel like with feel- Paul, with Paul, we have gotten, we've gone over the same span of time from yes, when he started. He's heard of yep. you too. That's right. He's heard of them. Yeah. From his new adult friends. Yes. That's right. Let's get to some further detail. You're the one who keeps resetting it. <laughs> but look, at this I point, keep, I don't know how to rephrase <laughs> the same thing in another way anymore. Look, at this point, you've heard of them, though. Yes! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> but you have not heard their music? <laughs> This is must be what it's like listening to the show. <laughs> We're trapped in the show. Okay. So wh- when did you first wait what, what oh is the God. next step in this story? The next step in the story honestly is uh Please be candid with us. Is <laughs> Can I Can I be totally honest with you Completely. guys? Completely. That would be great. The next step is sort of pretending like I know about them and am familiar with them around people who are clearly, and it was the same thing with like Springsteen, people who were clearly, it meant Super a fans. lot to them. Were and they, it made me feel the, dumb that I didn't that I didn't quite get it. Were they not played on the radio stations that you listened to, or were you not listening? No, they to the were. Radio? I was hearing the music, but it wasn't it wasn't doing it for me, man. Okay, it wasn't ah, getting it done. So you were hearing wasn't it, getting at this it point. done. What, uh, at what point does the Joshua Joshua Tree Joshua Tree? At what point does that come out, and what impact did it have, when, if any? When Joshua Tree come out. <laughs> I am doctor in my country. Is this your new oh, Robin this is Williams Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> He's actually here. When the Joshua Tree came out, I remember 
enjoying the um uh I don't I, I remember enjoying the hits that were on the radio. Uh and they were plentiful. Yes, they were. They were. And with they were or without you. Were undeniably no great. Name. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Uh, I loved Trip Through Your Wires. Yeah, that's a great that's one. That's a great yeah. one. I liked that album, but it was still- I don't like the concept of tripping. You like wires, though. Tripping isn't really a concept as much as it is just An a action. reality. Yeah, do you like true. taking trips? I do. I vacay sometimes. Well, it's more like a staycation. <laughs> if you remember that the word trip has many meanings. Linda Tripp. Yes, my Linda favorite Tripp. person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. Exactly. Um, I do like the movie Wired, too. It's probably my favorite film. Is it time for the I Love John, Films? The John, yeah. yeah the, here yeah, we go. It. Let's open it up. Hey, everyone. Welcome to I Love Films. Hi, this is Scott. This is Scott. I'm Paul. And we're talking about the movie Wired. Maybe the best movie ever made. Who was in that movie? J.T. Walsh. Mm-hmm. Michael Chiklis. Yep. The commission. The commission himself. My favorite part of the movie is when Bob Woodward is in the room with John Belushi as he's overdosing. Yeah. <laughs> Great moment. And Belushi says, breathe for me, Woodward. Does he really? Yes. Great stuff. Good stuff. Really? I don't really remember happened. that. That's the thing that happened. I saw it in insane. a drive through movie theater. Wow. Did you ever see the movie? Because when you first started talking about the movie Wired, I forgot that it was about John Belushi. And I was <laughs> what did you think it was about? Well, I was thinking it was a movie like, um, uh, what was the fucking Rush one with, with Jason Badger? No. Yeah. Although there's a scene in Rush with Jason Patrick where he is uh, asking, uh, he is, he's a cop and he's in the home of this lady and he's uh, asking her some questions about somebody who died or is missing or whatever. I don't remember a lot about it, <laughs> but I remember this been blazing in my brain forever. He is holding a teacup very daintily. <laughs> She's made him some tea and he asks a question and then he does this sort of, it's almost like a Dennis Miller sort of uh, waggle shake. of his head. And looks at her, and the camera holds on him for just a fraction of a second too long. And it's this really weird moment. Does he and look into the camera? Is that what he's it? not looking into the camera? <laughs> it's just like, who's this completely different character who has shown up in this movie? And if someone out there, this is my challenge to the listeners screen cap it, uh huh, put it on Twitter. Social networking media platform. This week, do that, and Paul will give you a precious RT. I'll retweet every person who does it. Every single every person? Every single one? <laughs> yep. Even people who are retweeting the original one, you'll retweet them? No. Uh, okay. You got this it. is where you draw the line. You got to get your own. Make your own screen cap. That's great. This is prime I Love Films material. So, I think we, we've all agreed, we're all in total agreement <laughs> that Wired is the greatest movie ever made. Greatest film ever yeah. made. Great, that's been I Love Films. Good app. That was great. That was some good stuff. <laughs> that was a really good app. And again, great movie, Wired. Great Absolutely. Movie, yeah. It bears repeating. Um, well, then let's open up I Love Films. All right. Hey, welcome to I Love Films. This is your host, Scott. This is Scott. I'm Paul. And we're here talking about Wired, maybe one of the greatest films ever made. One oh, of the greatest Sorry, films. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do you know what I wanted to say in the last episode yeah. of I Love Films is um, when you first started talking about it, I was thinking it was a movie like uh, that movie that Ray Fiennes was in that was about virtual reality. Uh, End of Days? Real no. Days? Strange Days. Strange Days. Strange yeah. Days. Catherine Bigelow directed that. 
I thought it was like an early movie about like the internet. Like wired. Wired. Because wired. you're thinking of Wired magazine. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. What was the Denzel Washington one? The, he did one, too, a virtual reality movie. With uh, Russell Crowe, right? Yes. Glory? Virtuosity. Virtuosity. Yes. Oh, virtuosity. I know. That's a good word. Is it? It sounds been- like it's from a, a Sting album. <laughs> this has been I Love Films. <laughs> Okay, guys. <laughs> Paul, we we have to get to it. At least advance a year in my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've gone maybe two weeks. <laughs> what you 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 can't be saying that you just have don't have any opinion on you two. You we gotta get to a time where you I have an opinion. I feel so ambivalent. I will get here's the time when I have the opinion. Is okay. when they were doing that pop presentation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Whatever that was, the concert? Do you mean, or do you mean? There well, it was like it seemed like it was this whole thing, you know, okay, that it was the whole aesthetic. Yes, and the big lemon on the stage, yeah. and you know, he's wearing like a cowboy we didn't hat. Talk and about the lemon on the stage barely in the last time. We we, we, we talked. We did up, we, I mean, we. What was it supposed it to mean? What was the point of the lemon? I think it was. I think. And what they've said re- in retrospect is, don't get defensive, man. They Just state your case. <laughs> they. <laughs> Went on this big giant tour with this album and weren't quite sure what it was they were saying. They were were they not saying that it would be really funny to have a lemon, a giant lemon on stage? That's what that's what it seemed like the whole thing was about. Was it? Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if we did this? Well, I think with Zoo TV, it was clear what they were doing and what they were talking about and the things they were sort of re- reflecting back to society is what they were trying to do. With Pop Mart, it was. Not quite so clear. It was clear that it was a big joke, mm-hmm. sort of, but then sometimes but not. What was the joke? That's what I didn't understand because it seemed like I remember seeing clips of those performances, and and it it seemed like we're saying something. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, mm-hmm. we are making a point here. Yeah. And I didn't get what it was supposed to be, but they seemed. Like Bono seemed very pleased about it, yeah. You know, in the performance, and I was like, "What are you? I'm not dumb here. What are you doing?" Yeah. So you just have a at this point. By the way, you had moved out to L.A. when Pop was out here. Yes. Uh, this is 1997. You'd been here for nigh on two years or so. I moved here in 1994. 94. Three years at this point. Were you working on Mr. Show? Yes or no? In 97, I believe. 97. You yes. So you're you're in sketch comedy and and you're in a profession where. You like to tear down the powerful, and you like to... Here's what I do. I speak truth to power. <laughs> I'm like the court jester, mm-hmm. who can say the king is a, a dumbass. And it's illegal and to look, look at his fat belly. <laughs> right? <laughs> the king is a piece of shit. King we'll, is a piece... Hey, we'll whoa. We'll stipulate The jester that. can say that. Oh, oh, off with my head, yes, I guess. you get a head chopping. <laughs> um, but no, what I guess my point is is that you're, you're in comedy, yeah. and it's... Irreverent. Irreverent, and it's it's when you see something as popular as you two, it's customary for a comedian to try to poke holes in it and and because they are the big guy. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you were suspicious of them because they were so popular, and they were doing something that was maybe a, not really specifying to you what yes. it was all about. Yeah, it's it seemed like they were trying to make some sort of uh, uh, satirical point yeah. about But you're something. in the comedy business, and you can't figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, then who's going to figure it out? A man who traffics in comedy 
and is working on one of the most esteemed comedy sketch shows of 1997. Yes. Certainly one of the sketch shows that was on in 1997. Absolutely. One of, I would say, four. About four. Exit 57 and... Mr. Uh, show in a couple of Mad hours. TV? Yeah. So Saturday Night Live. But I would Saturday. say I would uh, say well, I don't even want to get into that. When Mr. Show came out, <clears throat> it did put all other sketch comedy shows to shame. Would you guys It shamed them. It went nani nani shame yes. on you. Would you guys be shows. in agreement with that? I would I would be in partial agreement. I would say that uh it was it was a new iteration of sketch yeah. which I think happens every few years yeah. and I think that not well it's I, someone takes the art form further every yes. few years with it was Mr. Show in the 90s it's comedy bang bang here right now so <laughs> oh. it's just a different <laughs> Oh okay. <laughs> what man? Okay. Oh, I mean you, it's your show. <laughs> you have a look of disbelief on on your it's not face. just I totally believe that you said it. I'm just pointing out that it's your show. Okay. Well, if you were to say this. if you were to say that every every few years on NBC there there comes a show that's on at 9 p.m. Seinfeld, Parks and Recreation, like I would back you up. I don't think Parks and Recreation has ever been on at 9 p.m. Is that the one time? Yes, that is the one time slot. Would you say there. though that it's the most popular show in NBC history? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. We get f- what forty million viewers a week? Does that sound no, right? No, you do not. Does that sound right? It does not sound right. Does at that sound all. right? I don't know if it sounds right. Chop it in half and then chop it in half <laughs> about forty more times. Oh my god! <laughs> how wow. many? Is that, wait, how many is that down to? That now you're down to probably one person. Ooh, that's not enough to sustain a show. It's not. So, Paul, what? Huh? So, pop comes Who? out and you're yeah. you're not into it, and no. then and then I remember you. Uh-huh. Oh my god! By the way, something clicked in my brain about five minutes ago where I have no patience for this show anymore. Can can I it's just because say people are doing? TV can what I just you do to people? Can I just yes. say it's very clear? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that needed to be announced. Something happened. I enjoy doing this show so much. I remember the last few shows that we did. I just I left on such a high. I've this is the can I be honest with you? This is the fourth show I've recorded today, fourth podcast I've done today. Something in me is turning off, and I want to hear about this story. So, Paul, what do you got? Well, it's only my second <laughs> podcast of the day. <laughs> what, what's uh, your first one that you I did? I did Never Not Funny earlier. Oh, you today. did. Another oh, congratulations. That'll be on before this one comes out. I know. So how'd it, will. it go? It went great. It went great. Yeah. I talked a lot of smack about this show. What? About this one? Yeah. Why? Just, right. to, just to mix you things up. Very satisfied with yeah. the smack talking. A lot of cameras over at uh, Never Not Funny. A lot of cameras. I like to look in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is any of them at a flattering angle? Is any no. of them at a flattering angle? Is any of them? Hey, y'all. Y'all see all them cameras? <laughs> um, so that that's my so I still have yet to really connect what you're to you two. So when you were doing because Scott mentioned you would bring you two lyrics from pop on stage and which read I, them. I don't remember bringing oh. the lyrics. I was just wondering which I remember which you, lyrics. I actually looked up the lyrics to pop and none of them rang huh. a bell even a little bit. I believe I remember you talking about the Playboy Mansion. You also had a thing against Bono constantly talking about Elvis. That seems to be his default. Oh. He he still seems to do it a little bit. Because it talk- seems so hacky. It just you know, Elvis. Yeah. Elvis. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, we know who Elvis is. Yeah. 
ever since 1955, the birth of rock and roll. That's right. Uh, we, we know about Elvis. You don't have to constantly when remind the, us about when Elvis. The white man took rock and roll from its previous stewards. From its ancestors. And said, we will make this better. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember you talking about that, and I remember just, you know, the whole irony thing seemed played out at that point. Yeah. You know, irony's great. We Sometimes we use it on this show. Mm, not I, often. Mm, I just started to realize that this podcast is almost like we're doing pop every week. I know. <laughs> How did you guys feel when pop came out? I know you discussed it in the previous episode. Well, I, I, I wanted to like. Yeah, it, it was the what we, in the previous episode we referred to it as the Phantom Menace syndrome, which is you keep listening to it, telling yourself it's great mm-hmm. as a diehard U two fan. If but the, if Scott the songs really were, liked it, I, I still like it. If the songs were better, I would like it more. What I didn't like was everything around the album. I didn't yeah. like all the irony. I didn't like. Have you ever shut up? Have you ever had ah. the experience of uh, liking someone, liking an artist for a really long time, mm-hmm. and then having that moment where it's like, oh, this doesn't speak to me at all. This anymore. isn't doing anything for me anymore. I'm almost at that with Elvis Costello, I have to say. I hit that with Elvis Costello a few albums ago. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I hung with that, and but. That guy put out so many yeah. albums that were great, great, great. I remember. And then it was like all of a sudden, I, like there were two in a row that I was like, oh, this is not Which too- ones? Do you remember? Ah, God damn, Adam, you put me on the <laughs> fucking spot, man. Hey, that's him. That's Adam. He's a spot putter. I remember what? listening to when Elvis's uh, Burt Bacharach album came out, which yeah. I still think is a great record, but I remember listening, talking about it with Bob Odenkirk at a Mr. Show color correction thing that we were at for some reason, and him going, well, why are you listening to that? I said, well, it's a really good record. And he's like, but, I mean, why don't you just listen to all of his old records <laughs> instead of this shitty one that he just put out? And I was like, no, I actually like this one. So I, Bob was not in agreement with you. He was not in agreement. <laughs> Um, but I, I just recently, like he's put, he puts out a ton of records. Yes. Does he I, still put out records? Yes. He puts them well, like at least one a year and they're like, he just put out with one, one with the roots. Oh and yeah. And each time yeah, I yeah. kind of fall for it and I go, oh, this one might be good. I mean, this yeah. one's with the roots who we all know from the tonight show starring Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And I, it's just, nothing is grabbing me anymore. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. By the way, we got to do stained glass. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got to do Stained Glass. That's our new Stained podcast with Todd Glass, where we talk about the movie of Stained, or the music of Stained. <laughs> oh, we got to make a movie of Stained. <laughs> oh, I'd be on board for that. That's like almost like Oliver Stone's The Doors. What if Oliver Stone's Stained? Stained. Would it be a rock and roll documentary, or would it be hey, Paul, a Moroccan? What are you wasting Pro your tip? time and all Just of our time? Just say documentary. Okay. You know we're going to be dead one day, and we're going to be thinking about... All the time we fucking wasted. I apologize. Let me rephrase it. Would it be a documentary? Wait. Oh my god. Would it be Time is ticking by. Would it be a rockumentary? Or would it be a mock-up of a rockumentary? A rocking mock-up of a mentary? Yeah. It would be a fictionalized portrayal of stained as uh, but they would not be in a band. No. and But it would still star Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Who we talked about last episode, the best Batman of all time. Yes. Val <laughs> Kilmer plays Aaron Johnson. 
Isn't that the name of the guy in Stained? Why not? Why? Sure. It sounds likely. <laughs> he plays Aaron Johnson. <laughs> it's a good a name as any. And we'll just kind of go from there and figure mm-hmm. it out. Sure, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Who are the, the other members of Stained? Oh, boy. Russell Henderson? Uh, Grady Smidgers. You have uh, Alan Hugginkiss. Blaine. You know his sister, Amanda. Sure. Sure I do. <laughs> uh, Brazy Fortune. Uh-huh. Oh, Brazy. He's great. He's he's the one legit member of what did What instrument did he play? He played the zither. Yep. Zither. Yeah. Uh, Cream Cho. He was great. One of the only Asian rock stars. And he was the other zither player. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They had 29 zither players. Sometimes you double up on the auto harp. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course. Great band, great movie. We can all agree. Great name. <laughs> yes. Love to say it. Stained. 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 You have to say, you, it's almost like they're daring you not to say the D at the end. Would it be worse if it was just stain? Would that be worse or better? That's a, that, it is, it's almost like a cum stain. I think I it would like be cool. equal. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't like it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. So, Paul, after would Stain be as popular as they were if their name was Cumstain? I think they'd be more popular. Okay, I think they would still be popular, which they aren't. <laughs> A lot of different opinions on Stain. <laughs> we should save this for Stained Glass after after Pop. Yes, and your sort of aversion to them. Ambivalence. Ambivalence to okay. them. Although but you were you, mighty mad about them on stage when I saw you talking about I was about playing it up for laughs. That's true. Goofs <laughs> and grins. Uh, th- that that was 17 years ago. So that's s- insane to is, me. That's crazy, right? Yes, we just figured were that we out tonight so using math. After, U plus two equals U2. After, shut up. Sh- after, you shut up. You shut up. Everybody shut up. After... Except for Adam? That. No. In the seven, Everybody <laughs> shut up. In the, in the 17 years since, have you had any other opinions about you two? No. And <laughs> oh, you guys mentioned when they were on SNL. Yeah. And, um, and I Amy remember, started crying. I remember seeing everybody on that stage looking over at that teeny tiny little stage where here's the most gigantic rock band in recent history. And the guy, like the cast members of the show are losing their minds that they're this close to... A, to a YouTube sta- what they could only see in a stadium. And I had that same feeling of like, I wish that I could be yeah. into this. I yeah. wish mm-hmm. that I could feel the way that they're feeling. What do you feel? What? But I don't know. Scott, shut up. I don't know if I feel that way about anybody. I was, that's why I was going to ask. What well, I saved you the fucking time. <laughs> Rockumentary. <laughs> Thank what? you You're for welcome. saving all of our time. Do you like anything? Scott, shut up. Why can I not ask questions? Like anything? What do you like? You like obviously you love your wife, but do you like anything? Uh, I like. uh, You like? Do you you like some movies? We talked about Wired. Oh, I have a question. (laughs) We all know you're one of the premier stand-up comedians in America. Oh. What do you? What did you think of their song "Stand Up Comedy" from No Line on the Horizon? <laughs> yeah, did it really accurately describe the experience of being that, instead of? I I feel like you just said gibberish to me. Yeah, I was going to say. I have no idea what you're I'm talking gonna about. I'm going to look up the lyrics. Is it as if I was just speaking Chinese? They really have a song called "Stand Up Comedy." Yes. And yeah, what's No Line on the Horizon? I mean, their that's last an album. Their last album. Their most recent album. I have not from even five years ago. Let me let me read. Is that the, the last ly- time they put out an album? It five is. years. Yeah, a million years ago. Track well, number five. seven on the album No Line on the Horizon. 
Um, here are the lyrics. Let's see if this accurately describes your life as a stand-up comic. Sure. I, by the way, I think this is a good song and an underrated song from... Unfortunately titled, you have to admit. Yes. Love, 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 love. I got to stand up and take a step. You and I have been asleep for hours. I got to stand up. The wire... Hey, we were talking about wired earlier. Right. The wire is stretched in between our two towers. What? Two towers? Can I tell you something? I'm already off board. (laughs) Stand up in this dizzy world where a lovesick eye can steal the view. I'm going to fall down if I can't stand up for your love. Love, 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 love. Stand up. This is comedy. The DNA lottery may have left you smart, but can you stand up to beauty, dictator of the heart? Am I the dictator of the heart? He's saying, can you stand up comedy? What is or is beauty the dictator of the heart? What's he talking about? These lyrics are tough without music. To to In the context of the music, it, it sounds better than when Scott reads it. <laughs> well, I will say, I reading the pop lyrics... Soul rocking lo- people moving on. <laughs> is that is that's that- a lyric from this song? From stand up comedy. Soul rocking people moving on. Soul rocking people on and on. Fuck you, Adam. Hey, look, Coke is a mystery. <laughs> Michael Jackson's history. <laughs> Wait, is oh, that- that's from that's from uh, Playboy Mansion. Ah, yeah. uh, now that makes sense that I would read those lyrics out loud like Steve Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Some moldy old bit from the fucking fifth. That must be. That, but I'm so. Is that asshole. the song? Is that the song he read out loud? Yeah, it is. Oh, good stuff. Who did, I, who did I think that I was that I could get up there and make fun of these guys? I'm doing like a thing Steve Allen did. Hey, you know she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, boy. Well, you know what? Um, I think we got an accurate glimpse inside the mind of Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. As it pertains to you two. Sure. I mean, hey, we haven't figured him out totally yet. I, you may have, actually. I think that- <laughs> I think, think that's all there is yeah, to say? I think that this serves as a great template for my psychological makeup. If, if you're trying to get to know what Paul F. Tompkins is all listen about, what makes podcast. him- t- <laughs> Just listen to this. What his comedy is like? Yeah. This is it. How, what are my weaknesses and my strengths? <laughs> Where he sees himself in five years. Yep. Can we just take it back for a second to do, 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 do. to right after uh, high school when you started stand up comedy? All the way back to- and let's take another trip back there. And you two is tell us again. They're a band that you haven't really heard much, but oh God. your new friends seem to like. <laughs> yes, no. I had not really listened to them much. But I'm now in a scene where I'm going to rock shows with people and seeing um, live music at bars and stuff like that. And so there's a lot of music talk. Everybody's into music. We're all talking about stuff that we like. And there's a lot of people that are fans of U2 and Springsteen. But wait. But not me. You had new friends, though? Who had, had, friends. had heard of them? Yeah. You'd heard of them? They I heard had them? heard of them. I hadn't heard a lot of their music. Uh-huh. But now I was hearing more of their music. This is the kind of detail we like them. on this show. Yeah. This is why we're getting all the good reviews. I think we could we could have Paul in and do like Paul more Lind? episodes. Oh, we could, if you, can you imagine if Paul Lind were here? Oh, that would be oh, Honey, I don't play football. <laughs> Is that, did Paul Lynn just walk in? 
That was Paul Lindwin asked the questions on the average, how often does a ram make love? From the classic Hollywood squares. Yes. Well, I think we've, we did it. Wow, did we? I think we got to wrap this up because we have taken it all the way to 11 p.m. And we all need to sleep at some point. At some, at point, some point. I have a very long day ahead of me Me tomorrow. too, and it's Monday night. <laughs> yeah, this is St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. This is how we chose to spend St. Patrick's I, Day. I hope we're getting out in time to be on the road with a bunch of oh, oh, Jesus, amazingly drunk people. By the way, if we're all dead after this, I'm happy with this as my last Absolutely. thing that I ever Fuck did. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. just yeah. I just hope I'm not locked out of my bathroom at home. <laughs> Is that how of, you enter your home? Through the bathroom? Out of your bathroom. I was just Oh, I get it joke. because we're locked out of our bathroom yeah. here because of Cody. Oh. Um, <laughs> I thought it was because your wife would be in there puking her guts up because she got shit face drunk on St. Patrick's Day. Well, that's probably true too. I mean, uh, one kid in the oven, kidding? one kid in the microwave. Wait, you're saying she's pregnant and she's got a bun in the oven and what? I don't know what the other what the microwave means in this analogy. No, you don't, do you? I don't. Babies in microwaves? Wait, I don't know. You never saw Dragnet? Wow. Um, no, but I, by the way, if we do die on the way home, if we're yeah. all if yeah. we're all separately killed by yeah. three drunk, different drunk drivers, release the episode. Don't be precious about it. Yeah, yeah. We want put it people, out there. We yeah. want people oh, to immediately. Hear. Yeah, yeah. Put it <laughs> right. Out there right away. Right if away. This one takes precedence. Yeah. Play it at our funerals. Yes, the I entire. Thing. The entire thing. Entire thing. <laughs> I want three separate funerals, by the oh, way. I don't yeah. want to okay. share funerals, if that's okay. No, that's, that's fine. Fair. But that's I want to plate at each one. I want us each to have a separate funeral and then a triple funeral Yes, where we play it three times. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm being serious. I want it played. I want it released because I want people to know we were happy. We were happy. Yeah. We were happy tonight. Do you know what, though? I think it's important to get this last thing out if, if this should happen, mm-hmm. if this hideous fate should befall us. Um, I said should, not sure. But go so, ahead. Uh, wouldn't it be great if draped upon our caskets, <laughs> yeah, so they're all lined up there together for the final f- triple funeral. Yes. T-shirts. T-shirts. Oh, t-shirts. Come on, Bono, come through. Get the fucking T-shirts. <laughs> Get the fucking T-shirts, what's Bono. A, what's a T-shirt? I would really like a T-shirt at this point. Did you know this episode started with us talking about the Oscars? Doesn't it, that seem like a month ago? It does. <laughs> But look, this is all people have of you talking you two to me for a week. So they they want us to keep talking as long as we can. We have taken it to 11. The clock just struck 11. We got to wrap it up. Paul, I want to thank you so much for being our esteemed guest. We had to convince you to be here. You didn't want to break up the chemistry between he and I. I was really scared. But hey, and you know what? <laughs> I guess some people will let you know on some message boards <laughs> if my fears came true. Is that we'll still see how a many thing? stars we get. <laughs> hey, go ahead on over there to the uh, the iTunes uh, review board and let us know what you think of the show. We're because we, obviously we're reading them. Oh yeah, we're enjoying them. Um, and if you would like some negative attention, <laughs> why don't you write something horrible and get it read on the air and you'll hear your screen name, Mr. Flashlight. <laughs> Mr. Flashlight. Mr. Flashlight, my favorite. <laughs> well, this, for another week, has been you two talking to me. My name is Scott. Over across from me is... Scott. <laughs> and for Paul, Scott, and myself, I have to say, we hope that you found... What you're, you're looking for. See you next week. Bye. Is Coke 
is a mystery Michael Jackson History If beauty is true This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. Hey, Queeros, it's me, Cami Esposito, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Query. You can sit in on hour-long conversations between me, Cameron Esposito, and some of the brightest luminaries in the LGBTQ family. Query explores individual stories of identity, personality, and the shifting cultural matrix around gender, sexuality, and civil rights. Plus, it is fun. We have had some incredible guests. Uh, Emmy winner Lena Waithe? Yes, definitely. Congressman Mark Takano? You bet. L Word creator Eileen Shaken? Yes. President and CEO of Glad Sarah Kate Ellis? We definitely have. We've got celebs, people like Trixie Mattel, Evan Rachel Wood, Tegan and Sarah, the band, and the people separately on two different episodes. We also have activists and change makers in our community. I think it's a one of a kind show full of chats you have never heard before. It's identity, it's community, it's query. You can find query every Monday on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.